five, four, three, two, one. Hi, I'm Liam Joshua Munn. And I'm Michaela DeJoseph. And this stays between us. Oh, what a beautiful What's... morning. Hey. <laughs> What's up, in-betweeners? Um, it's your girl. Welcome back to another episode of This Stays Between Us. Hope everybody's doing just all right. Liam. Better? <laughs> Better? Liam, how are you? I'm doing all right. I like how we started this episode borderline sounding like a Disney Channel original movie. That's, yeah, I love that. We still didn't get the jobs. No. We were we 13 look. and we didn't get it. Oh, I <laughs> when I was a kid, I... I'm always really impressed. Like, okay, really weird story. I watched the full 45-minute reunion interview with Katie Couric as the moderator, and <laughs> it was the uh, a parent trap reunion. Oh, God. First off, Lindsay Lohan looks great. I want a new movie with Lindsay Lohan. Does she Lohan really? Good. She, I was kind of British. That sounded, I said, is she yeah, really? It did not sound sincere. I've been watching a like lot of were... Zoellas, and she's a British YouTuber, so I apologize. She is great. I do like Zoella's content. Yeah. Um, but no, everyone looks really, really great, and they're doing super, super well. But I always, like, I'm really impressed. Of course, Lindsay Lohan went through a rough patch, mm-hmm. but, like, Disney Channel stars and, like, Nickelodeon stars and stuff, I'm always just so, like... When I was 13, 14, you couldn't put a... Ca- I'm pretty sure I was, like, a borderline Medusa when I was, like, 13. Like, <laughs> I would have just mean? turned everyone to stone. I would have... I was... I was a mess. I was a full-on... I'm already a mess. So, uh-huh. expect me with hormone problems? A mess. Oh. Absolute okay. mess. Yeah. Someone... Uh, clean up on aisle three. <laughs> mess. Um, how are you doing, Michaela? How was your week? Good. This has been, been like good. the busiest week of quarantine. But I can we even call this period of life quarantine? I feel like because we're not really quarantined. No, I feel like I it's think the it's purgatory. <laughs> so like hell was locked down. Couldn't I? We did not do any takeout. We stayed in our house for three months and ate every food home like nothing. This is purgatory because, like, you can kind of go out, but you have, like, a mask on and, Mm. like, you get sweaty. And heaven would be there's a vaccine, right? Yeah. So we're definitely in purgatory right now. We are in stage three of the four-step plan, correct? Yeah. (laughs) Steps of grieving. Yeah. But this has been, like, the busiest I've been in a while. Mm. Um, I went to the dentist. (laughs) How did that go? Not great. Um, I have... (laughs) I have four cavities. Oh my god! You need to floss, yeah. bitch. bitch. No, okay. So hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. The in quarantine, I have been flossing the most I've ever flossed in my life. Oh. Okay, because I just have less, like more, less to do. I I can remember more. Correct. But sure. I've made the connection, and my mom also brought this up. That so as we know, I like my melatonin. And my melatonin are gummies. So I would brush my teeth before I took the melatonin. And then, like, I would not brush my teeth after I took the melatonin and floss and stuff like that. Because I would take it right before bed. But, so this is a disclaimer. If you're taking gummy melatonin, you should probably take it before you brush and floss your teeth. Because then those gummies was just sitting in my mouth all night. So I think that's what fucked me up. 
No, I can tell you yeah. right before quarantine started, it was right when Florida was still a piece of garbage, but it wasn't on fire yet. So <laughs> I went to the dentist myself and the dentist was like, yeah, you've got about two cavities in there. One mm. can turn really bad if you don't get it done sooner. And so I got one of them yeah. done, the easy one. And he said, just come back. And a week later, Florida shut down. So. Oh, yeah, because the dentist was shut down. Like my de- the dentist yeah. has just kind of opened in the last month-ish. No, yeah. It's, but it's, now I have to go back tomorrow and get the other three cavities oh, filled. <laughs> are, are they small at least? They sound small. They sound like they're not. Yes. So the only reason I went to the dentist, because I was not a big fan of going to the dentist during a pandemic, right? Sure. Not like the greatest Someone thing. breathing in your mouth. Well, it's really me breathing on them. They're fully covered. Like they're in hazmat shit. So I felt safe for them. I like felt bad for my mouth being open. But my tooth like I was flossing because like I said I was flossing I swear to god and it hurt so bad I was like oof something is not right so I was like I definitely need to get that checked out because if you leave a cavity in long it turns into a root canal which is like 10 million times worse yeah so and then I went and I was like I know I have a cavity on this side and then they were like yeah you got three on the other side (laughs) I was like oh my god no but it'd be like that sometimes when you're like ow my right side hurts really bad they're like really because you've got three of them on the left and I'm like that's literally what happened do you hear the giant so I got the right side filled but hear the giant plane no it's like a giant helicopter right outside my window it's crazy Oh, good. Yeah, crazy. But yeah, there's. is there anything else that happened this week that you were going nuts about? Um, I dropped off some shoes <laughs> at Savers. Uh, That's riveting. <laughs> it was fun. It was like a nice drive, whatever. And then I'm getting my hair done on Friday. So wow. I'm just going to be a whole new, new woman with better teeth and new hair. So, But she still got that nasty personality. So don't worry. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely been uh, this new qu- this quarantine has built some new routines, some new normals. Mm-hmm. Um, ha- walk me through like an average morning in the life of Michaela. Give me time frames because I'm tired of people on Instagram being like, "Woke up at seven thirty and drank a smoothie, and then I did three hour meditation." I'm like, "Yeah, fuck them." Like um, you didn't, you didn't. <laughs> I know you didn't. Nice try, Sarah. Sarah um, with an eye. Um, what, <laughs> at what point, like, you know, when do you wake up? When does Michaela, do? fun fact, I have several photos of Michaela just snuggled in bed. So I can only imagine what, uh, <laughs> what kind of content people are. Oh, we might make a YouTube channel, guys. Like we might actually yeah, so like do it. Look out for that. And so you might yeah. get daily vlogs from DeJoseph herself, little D, uh, <laughs> waking up in her bed. But what time do you wake up, Michaela? So I try to wake up at 10 every morning. Like, I usually set an alarm for 10. Um, today was 11.30. So sure. missed that mark. Ah. I usually will get up around that time, between 10 and 11.30. I'll make a cup of coffee. I've been eating a lot of <laughs> avocado bagels. Because it's not, I guess it's really, not really toast. Yeah. But I put avocado on a bagel. And then I put the everything bagel seasoning on top of the avocado it's chef's kiss so freaking good so i eat that a lot of mornings um and then i'll chill i'll listen to like a podcast in the morning i've just recently been listening to the morning toast which is a pretty famous podcast you probably have heard of it i'll do that i'll eat i'll have my coffee then sometimes most days i work out 
do whatever I feel like doing with my body that day to get it going. Because I realize in quarantine, I have like a lot of pent up energy because I'm doing less physically. Yeah. So sometimes I just like need to get energy out of me or I feel kind of like frantic. Yeah. Which I've never felt before because I guess living in the city, we're walking constantly. So I'm just usually tired. True. Um, but being here, I was like, I have so much energy to do with me. No. With my body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much like my whole morning because I wake up so late and then it's like the afternoon. <laughs> no, I always find that if I wake any, if I wake up anytime after like 1130, I feel like I've wasted the day. And like, I mm-hmm. am a creature of habit. So like my roommates even made fun of me like the first couple of, you know, because I moved in with new roommates in a new apartment. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you go to bed kind of early and you like wake up pretty early. And there was a time that yep. I was going to bed around like 11, 1130 um, mm-hmm. and then waking up at like nine. So, I mean, that's not early, but, I mean, it's earlier than, you know, whatever. It's early I, for quarantine. Yeah. And for, like, not having to do anything, it's, like, kind of early. Yeah. and I, <laughs> But then, again, we had one late night where we were playing games and stuff, and I was, like, in bed by, like, 2. And then, mm-hmm. so then, then all of a sudden, I was in a new routine of, like, this morning I woke up at, like, 11. Like, that's not good. Yeah. So, I'm going to try to fix it. But, yeah, mine typically, and I, I force myself to, like, go out. Because if I don't go out yeah. and walk, or, you know, I just moved to Roosevelt Island, and it is an uh, animal crossing of a town, and mm-hmm. it's like, go for a walk, press A. Like, that's literally what I do. <laughs> and I go for a walk, and it's like the whole island, I think, is around, like, like something like, it's like two and a half, three miles, something like that. I don't know. But it's... Yeah, it's a nice place to walk around. No, yeah. It's super pretty and really open. There's a lot of living space. You know, there's a lot of apartments and stuff, and... It's uh, a lot of monuments. There's a monument and a lighthouse. It's very exciting. Um, but yeah, I like there are just a few mm-hmm. things. Like it's always like coffee, physical activity, and then I come back and I like I always set a to do list the night before. So if it's like basic stuff to like mm-hmm. big old projects, and I don't know how about because I'm a big to do list person. Are you? I don't think you are. I no. Well, <laughs> no. I am. In, <laughs> I'm gathering. <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, so during school when I was home, I had I was good with the to-do list. Mm. I wrote a lot of to-do lists. Once school has ended, I kind of like fell off of the to-do list sure. because I felt like I didn't have enough to write a to-do list on. Mm-hmm. But now I've sort of kind of given myself more things to do. Yeah. So I, I haven't, but I usually have been good at doing things that need to be done without it but i want to get back into writing my to-do list because i do like it yeah it gives me some sort of like structure but my big issue Mm -hmm. and it's a big thing throughout my life it's just like trying to like get stuff done and feeling like when you get stuff done you get a certain level of like justification and like Mm -hmm. an ego boost but like with like uh, with my 10 thing bullet you know to-do list or whatever like, I get two things done in the day, and I'm like, oh, I've done nothing. But they were, like, giant-ass yeah. projects that, like, mm-hmm. like they deserve. Time-consuming or something. Yeah, and I feel like we're doing, we're, like, putting so much effort now into, like, our own projects now that we've got literally all the time in the world. Um, yeah. But it's, it's true, and including, like, social media and stuff and, like, finding kind of healthy ways uh, to be, like, proactive on it and like to be like building um kind of like your own community on there right but like how do we how do we like maneuver kind of a it can be it can be a little toxic at times I think oh absolutely yeah I think especially 
during quarantine, it just becomes like consuming because you're like, oh, I've been on my phone for four hours, but I also have nothing to do. So like, why not True. be on my Instagram for four, for four hours? But I think there's this like, I don't know where I remember seeing this or hearing this, but like same thing when you like say like clean out your closet and like cleaning out shit that you just don't need. You need to do the same thing for social media. Mm. And I've tried to fill my feed with accounts and or people that I know that I actually like genuinely care about and like want to see their stuff and like influencers or like advocates like people just like that to fill my feed with good stuff in my head and not just like garbage yeah which has helped a lot and it's not even it's that mute button honey that shit god bless it like i don't even like i follow a lot of people and a lot of them like i was just thinking like do i care about this person's life from high school like i don't and if anything it's just comparison my life to their life from like high school let's say or something yeah and it's just like not worth it but like i don't necessarily i don't have beef against them like i have nothing against them so i'm not gonna like unfollow them yeah so i just mute people and i really try to fill my feed with a lot of like artwork too like i try to follow a lot of art accounts of people's drawings and stuff that i really like just to see something like that i think is beautiful or pretty or something like that has helped a lot yeah um just influencers that don't make you feel like shit because you're not drinking a skinny tea uh things like that it's kind of gets overwhelming but i promise you you fill your feed with good people yeah um and mute the people you're like constantly comparing yourself to because it's not it's not worth it and it's not even like people like well you shouldn't be upset like don't just don't compare yourself like it's not their fault i'm like i'm not blaming them like nobody's blaming the person that's posting all of these workout videos or all these things like i'm not blaming them like i really don't care if that's what you like that's what you like but i don't have to subject myself to that either and i mean i have the right to mute you yeah and (laughs) you're it's almost like personal responsibility right Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've been really open about like, um, dealing with anxiety and a bit of depression, the big D, mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> I'm the little D, but that's the big that's D. The big D. <laughs> um, and I think it's, I think it's really, really important to be really open and, and verbal about it just because that's kind of where, how I deal with things. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and I think you're right, Michaela, I think. I started getting, I was, I used to be really anxious about social media and, um, and not necessarily about the whole ordeal, but like at the end of the day, um, it does represent some, you know, very superficial and like light parts of your life, right? Nothing too Mm. deep happens on social media, but it's capable, you're capable of one creating, creating work off of social media because you can Mm -hmm. right but also like you just said you have the capability to not only um put people kind of on mute or and also raising people up and Mm -hmm. uh you know if if it wasn't for social media we would not have the black lives matter movement we just wouldn't right that's what i say you can use it for tools to learn Mm. and to better yourself or you can use it to like compare yourself to everyone that you might not even really care about yeah and i mean let me tell you i don't have a facebook i don't uh have a twitter Mm -hmm. anymore just because i felt the circle i was in on twitter was just kind of like it just 
wasn't why I was on Twitter. I like Twitter for its funny, very strange statements. Uh, but I yeah. was getting in, like, drama and, like, people subtweeting each other. And I'm just like, Ugh. dudes, just, like, t- just talk to each other. Like, literally. Like, whenever somebody, like, types long statements on Instagram, I'm sorry, but nobody reads them. Unless you're discussing <laughs> something that is very, important. very important, whether it's about um, racism in our country, whether it's about somebody's mm-hmm. personal story uh, with trauma or... Um, you know any violence you know what i mean if the people are using their platforms to openly speak about their um important things are happening in life but i feel like if anybody posts like a superficial story about nothing subtweeting on your instagram feed you might as well at somebody like i'm tired of it i'm like just at that person if you're really going all for it and you feel like there needs to be known publicly that something is happening then either yeah. talk to them like an adult or don't or don't subtweet. It's so simple. Yeah. So, so, Just so, so, keep so it to yourself. Like, you're not in middle school anymore. Literally. Well, I think we should take a commercial break, but we've got some more drama that's not about subtweeting, my friends, but about mm-hmm. politics. Let's take go, a break. Go hit that mute button, girl. Hit it. This week's organization goes to the Loveland Foundation. Black women and girls deserve access to healing, and that healing will impact generations. The Loveland Foundation is the official continuation of this effort to bring opportunity and healing to communities of color, and especially to black women and girls, through fellowships, residency programs, listening tours, and more. Link to their website is in the description. Go donate what you can and follow their Instagram at the Loveland Foundation to keep up with the amazing work they are doing for black women and girls all over the country. Politics. I don't know. Now you know. Um, that's our new <laughs> riveting theme song. Welcome back, y'all. So mm-hmm. over last week, uh, Michaela and I discussed uh, some political drama. I yeah. feel like the political field at the moment's a little dark mm-hmm. uh, with uh, he who shall not be named is in the office and yeah. uh, some stuff happening in my own state of Florida that is just garbage. Yeah. Um, but over the weekend, it was announced, or not over the weekend, but it was over the last, last couple week? of weeks. Oh, well, the last oh. couple of weeks is when the concert was announced. Gotcha. Uh, it was essentially like Broadway for Joe Kennedy the third, right? Is that his name? The second? It just says Joe Kennedy. I don't know. The third. It's the third. I was right. Oh. Uh, Joe Kennedy the third. If you don't know who that is, he is uh, a man who is trying to take the seat. Uh, is the Senate seat, yeah? Mm-hmm. Am I crazy? Senate seat from um, the illustrious and long-serving, I think, like, 30, 40 years, yeah? Yeah. Um, Senator of uh, Ed Markey. Uh, If you don't know who that is, he's essentially a senator who uh, helped co-write the New Green Deal. Uh, He's been a political uh, advocate for the Black community. He has been a real bystander of, a real supporter of the arts. Uh, And uh, essentially, Joe Kennedy III is trying to uh, unseat him and say, we need new, fresh blood, and he's quite young i'm sorry his age is not coming to me but just look based off of his photos he is not ed markey he's very young yeah looking um, at his photo he looks i don't know 30? correct correct yeah something like that so essentially this concert was announced that was like broadway for ed markey and a lot of people were involved it was like kelly o'hara and sarah Bareilles yeah. and um Saleh uh, pfeiffer andrew barth feldman 
Yes. So uh, people ranging age as well. Harvey, uh, Harvey Firestein, Firestein, yeah. Yeah, he was involved as well. Um, and long story short, uh, Joe Kennedy III is uh, a little bit, I think, more centrist mm-hmm. than um, Ed is. Ed, again, uh, believes heavily in uh, taking care of our environment and taking yeah. care of the arts and the working class family. Um, and Joe Kennedy is just, he's not like, he's a, he's just more of a centrist Democrat. Yeah. Um, and essentially, the internet canceled this concert. Uh- yeah, literally. <laughs> like, people are like, stop that. Why are you getting rid of a good person? <laughs> like, yeah. why are you trying to get rid of someone who, the Green New Deal is like a big deal for also someone his age to yeah. sign on. Um, yeah. If you don't know what the Green New Deal is, it's like a congressional resolution that like kind of lays out the grand plan for tackling climate change to like just make that short and sweet. Um, but like he signed onto that and promotes it. And then like I understand wanting to get rid of someone old who's been there for a while, but like you're getting rid of the wrong one, sweetheart. Like what are you doing? Yeah. It doesn't make any so- sense. Essentially, Theater Kid Twitter mm-hmm. ended this concert and basically flooded a lot of uh, Broadway alums and Broadway stars, uh, flooded their DMs and um, and added them and was basically like, please relook. And everything that I've seen, for the most part, from these tweets of, of you know, tweeting these Broadway stars, they haven't been malicious. Oh, they no. really have been really respectful and just like, please relook at Joe Kennedy the Third's like... Uh, plans really ensure that you know, you know that you're, you're making the right decision and long story short several people dropped out within like yeah. 24 hours it was quite quite crazy I'm a little sad that um, it's a little obvious that maybe some of these people uh, artists and actors were paid first mm. um, that's just how it looks okay. to me okay. I'm not necessarily sure if that is the truth because um, I, I was I was trying to think of like, okay, I'm going to put myself in their position and why yeah. they did it because they're not all from Massachusetts. So why would they know exactly about Massachusetts politics, Correct. right? So, Correct. but if someone's asking me to like sing for someone who obviously stands for something in politics, I would yeah. probably do my research <laughs> and make sure yeah. I know about the person they're trying to replace. Like, in that kind of situation where it's like you are supporting this political person, you better yeah. know everything about them because then you just look like an idiot, which I guess like kind of these Broadway people did. Like, I don't know if they looked into it and didn't care. Like, I don't know. But like that would be my putting myself in their position. What I would think of it, too. Like mm, if someone asked yeah. me to sing for someone. And obviously we aren't those people, so we don't know what that contract even looked like or that commitment looked like. Um, uh, All I know is that uh, our good friend, uh, Emily Clapp, who we went to school with. Yeah, uh, I was in a show with her. She's really awesome. Yeah, she's so talented, so great. And using her uh, Instagram platform and her social media to essentially support Ed... uh, Ed, I keep saying his name wrong, guys. Ed Ed Markey. I think it's because I wanted to... I think I know somebody named Ed Mackey. Mm. So I'm like, I keep wanting to say that. But Ed Markey uh, and uh, Miss Emily Clapp is... Uh, an amazing uh, performer who was using her voice and uh, was even quoted in a Boston Magazine article. Cool. Yeah, she's uh, she's just so great. Um, 
and um and i feel like like i said everything was really respectful and really um powerful the fact that uh young people are talking they have the ability to talk to these broadway stars directly through social media yeah and they're listening which i think is just really really great yeah um like I said, I kind of wish we didn't get to that point of this whole big star-studded event, you know, headlined by Sarah Bareilles and Kelly O'Hara, and it mm-hmm. and it took a twenty-something-year-old person to just be like, "Hey, you should really rethink your ideals." You know, you can make this choice, but understand that we may not be the biggest fans of you after. Um, yeah, and I feel like. You know, I like you, Michaela. I thought about like if Elizabeth Warren tomorrow said, "Hey, can you sing X, Y, and Z at a benefit for me?" Would I do it? And mm-hmm. would I accept maybe the political backlash I would get? Yeah. For doing that, and I feel like as artists, it's just really vital for for us to like use our voice in that way and not just be a you know a puppet on stage, but right. to be a full-edged human being. And yeah. I feel like these. I feel like for the most part, these artists came forward and I think delivered again I'm sad I got to that point but um it's uh it's super important that uh that uh that you know they represented their views I'm not even gonna say uh disagreed with you know Joe Kennedy the third or whatever right I'm just saying they they rethought they're allowed to be wrong and I think at this time especially as white allies especially as Mm -hmm. um as artists who are just getting more political naturally and important, I think it's important that we do. Yeah. Uh, we're going, we are going to make mistakes and I have made plenty Absolutely. of mistakes. It just like the whole situation felt like to me, and maybe there was some of them that really supports Joe Kennedy. Like they really like yeah, him, which is like, totally. and he's not like, I don't think he's some evil dude. Like, you know what I mean? No. Like it could have been a lot worse, but I yeah. just felt like to me, like a lack of research, like a lack mm. of, who are you trying to replace? Why are you replacing them? And really looking into it. And and sadly, the environment is not important to everyone. And you can't Correct. force it to be. It has to be mm-hmm. something you want to look into. So, like, it would make sense if someone necessarily wasn't like, I don't really care about the Green New... Like, someone who supports that. Like, it, it just depends on the person. You can't force someone to care about something. Um, yeah. So it felt like kind of like that to me, but I'm glad like people were like nice to them and like uh Soleil. Am I saying her name right? Soleil. Soleil. Yeah, Soleil, Soleil. Pfeiffer. Soleil Pfeiffer tweeted, "I am no longer a part of the Joe Kennedy fundraiser, and so grateful to be a part of a generation that pushes each other to use their platform in a way that aligns." is with their values aligns with their values something like that i hear you guys loud and clear thank you thank you thank you with a heart which i think thought was a great way to say that and to be like thank you for pushing me to look further into things and maybe just not even realizing things because that happens a lot you just kind of turn a blind eye to things and i feel like maybe there was one or two people that maybe did uh, give maybe a toxic started a toxic communication line but like i said there's always going to be Oh, yeah. But for the most part, the things that I read were really um, respectful and really important. Uh, Theater mm-hmm. Talk Boston, who uh, was basically um, the the concert, the producers of this concert released a statement. Uh, I'm just going to read a little uh, piece of it. Oh, uh, yeah. We are heartbroken by the cyberbullying so many of our event participants were subjected to. The toxic nature of a political, a political Twitter is nothing new, but the, this level of... How do you say that word? Vitriol? Vit- <laughs> vit- 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 <laughs> level of 
have Vitrola? no idea. Vitriol? 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 Yeah. Um, guys, I'm so sorry. Guys. I'm illiterate. I'm from Florida. <laughs> um, Senator uh, Markey and his supporters have unleashed during this campaign is unprecedented. Mm. Um, I just think that's... And, and sure. I want to just finish this segment uh, with the words of, of Miss Emily Clapp, our friend. Mm. Uh, this is all, uh, mind you, from the bostonmagazine.com uh, uh, article that she says, um, Many of the statements from the performers who withdrew thanked the community for their willingness to have dialogue about these uh, vital issues. If Kennedy can't handle the community, theater community requesting that their idols reconsider their participation in a fundraiser, I am not convinced he can handle being a senator. Amen. Um, and I said, ah, men, sister. It got me thinking, Michaela. Oh, also, I gave uh, a small donation to the uh, uh, Ed's campaign mm. uh, yeah. just because I think he's, um, I, I, you know, of course, I'm not from Massachusetts, but. Um, he's fighting for the right I, things that align with our right. values in our. Correct. They are, he's definitely uh, aligns with mine. Yeah. Uh, so thank you to Emily and thank you yeah, uh, awesome. to, to Theater Kid Twitter. Um, It got me thinking now about people's political parties. Mm. Um, This is meant for fun um, because I (laughs) searched some people who I knew were going to have some weird, weird answers. So this segment uh, we are lovingly called It's Time to Political Party. Michaela and I will go back and forth. We will name an actor or a star of some caliber and we will guess what kind of political party they belong to. Are we yes. ready, Michaela? I'm ready. Disclaimer. Uh, some of this was really hard to find out. Um, so so some of them maybe I made it up. I don't know. So <gasps> okay, full yeah. disclaimer. <laughs> I don't Great. know. Great, okay. Great. I will start, Michaela, and I will go back and forth. Okay. Hopefully this will be somewhat fire round. It's okay if we get it wrong. Let me discuss. Number one will be somewhat of an easy one. Okay. Susan Sarandon is the actor. Democrat? She's... The radical left is what the internet Google explained says? her as. Radical okay. left, which I mean, she. What does she, she look like? I can't think of what she looks like. Janet and Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, I've not film. seen her since that. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I hope she's doing well. Michaela, you're <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Um, I'm going to say Democrat. Yeah. He backed Obama, Great. and that was the only information I found, so I'm assuming he's he just a Democrat. The, your next actor is Sigourney Weave, uh, Sigourney <laughs> Weaver. Uh, a liberal, democratic liberal. She is with a passion for environmental sustainability. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, Elizabeth Moss. Oh, Repu- no, she's, oh no, that's fucking her religion. Uh, I was going to say Scientologist. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, actually, no, I'm going to say moderate. I think she's like moderate, like in the middle. Okay, this was one I could not find a lot of information on. But she apparently hates Donald Trump. So I'm going to go with Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know plenty of Republicans who hate Donald Trump. Um, your so next know. actor is Johnny Depp. Oh, Johnny Depp. I thought you said Johnny Depp. And I was like, he's got it. I, I, he's I like a did. centrist Democrat. Uh, I called it liberal shallow pool. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So she's like liberal, but I mean, he's Johnny Depp. So he's ethereal? Question mark. <laughs> is he even real? Uh, <laughs> he's a my favorite somebody there's this really i'm not on tiktok but somebody's like i love the um the mom tiktoks like kids putting their, their mom on tiktoks and like being like who is this and they're like <laughs> channing tatum but like somebody was like a photo of johnny depp and the mom was like disneyland ride <laughs> 
That's funny. Okay, what's your what's the next actor? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Liberal. He is an independent. Oh Jesus. Fun fact, he sure. was a Republican and is now an independent. Says Google. I could actually says Google. Google. I can see that. I can see that. No, I could too. Winona Ryder. Oh, she's gotta be a Democrat. Liberal. She said Democrat, but real Jewish. Uh, that was her, what does that, that was mean? Her from an interview. <laughs> I'm not going to make any assumptions about what that means because I really. I don't know I either, don't... but I just really liked the statement. I like that. I was like, Democrat and real Jewish. And I went, God bless you. I love it. Um, Bill Hader. Democrat. Yeah. It's never said, but. Um... <laughs> I, I love how it. all of your answers are, I just inferred through their Instagram feed. Guys, it's really hard to find. Like, you don't just type in Google, a po- like, political affiliation and then the name, and then it, like, pops up on the first search. Like, yeah, you gotta no, do some She takes a second. Uh, my final actor is Kelsey Grammer. Republican. Oh, my God. How did you know that, Michaela? Because he was on, he is not a great dude. And <laughs> he was Whoa. on The Real Housewives, and he's <gasps> kind of not the greatest person. Wait, why was he on Real Housewives? He was married to one of them and cheated on him. <gasps> oh, whoa. Yeah, not the best. That's crazy. So. And he was, like, mean? Was he, like, not a nice dude? Yeah, I just don't – yeah, he wasn't very nice. Um, Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. What's your What's your final actor, Michaela? Zoe Deschanel. I've been watching a lot of New Girl. <laughs> um, Green Party. Liberal Democrat. Uh, well, Classic. I hope she's. I hope she's doing all right. Seems um, it. Seems like she's doing yeah. real, real she's well. Doing great. You know, nailing it. So, my friends, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of This Stays Between Us. If we're talking about our new healthy bad habits in the morning or our relationship with the social maids, we hope that you get mm-hmm. uh, more politically involved this year because yep. boy. Do we need it? Um, uh, follow us on Instagram at Stays Between Us Podcast. We post we'll there. Talk to you. We'll interact. Well, give us a follow. Uh, give us a review telling us we have pretty eyes, even though you can't see them. We're really pretty for podcasts. <laughs> uh, yeah. And my friends, remember that this all stays between us. Yeah.